0: Hey friends, well I have left the mathematics lesson, yes I have, it is driving me crazy and if you are homeschooling right now, I feel your pain, if you are a genius in maths then I am so thankful that you are a genius for I am not, we actually have a friend on the phone tutoring our son right now and I'm thankful, it takes a village people, it takes a village, so while they are tutoring, I'm going to come down here and do a little teaching with you and today I want to choose a subject uh, that actually I think will challenge us all in the best possible way. Um, I think the word of God is there to comfort us. It's there to strengthen us. But let's not forget, it's there to grow us. And in order to grow, we often have to be challenged. And so don't ever kind of pull away from the things in the word that challenge you. If anything, throw yourselves into them, because at the end of it, you're going to come out so much stronger for actually accepting the challenge and the work attached to it. Today, I want to ask you to choose to pay. Let me set the context, first of all, before you switch it off and say, pay, I don't wanna pay anything. Um, remember when you were younger, um, maybe you're watching this and you are the younger person, but remember when you lived at home and your parents took care of you and do you remember how everything was just, you know, free to use and everything was just, I'll just grab it if I want it. I mean, I used to be on the telephone, you know, the old school with the wire for hours with my friends. And I would just, you know, switch the laundry machine on, um, on a regular basis. I would not even think twice about pouring a second glass of milk or going and get extra food out of the cupboard. I had no awareness in my immaturity or I would choose not to have an awareness in my immaturity and selfishness that every time I did that, someone was having to pay. Someone was going to have to pay for the long phone call. Someone was going to have to pay for the extra bottle of milk. Someone was going to have to pay for the bill that generated the power for the washing machine. And my uh, immaturity didn't really care about any of that because I wasn't the one that was choosing to pay. And so I was happily taking advantage and using all of the stuff around me with no idea of the cost implications until I had to pay my own way, right? I became a student and I went to university and suddenly I wasn't going to the laundrette that often and suddenly I wasn't pouring an extra glass of milk and suddenly I wasn't on the telephone all the time. Why? Because I had an awareness that whatever I was doing, there was a bill I was incurring and that bill was coming back to me and that changed everything. I think in our lives, we have the same kind of analogy that we need to look at spiritually. I think we understand this as we grow as an adult in the natural. We get it as we begin to move from child to parent of children. We understand the costs. We understand that now there's an implication. But I think sometimes spiritually, we are still immature in these areas. I think sometimes we ask for things with actually no idea how much there is attached to the cost of those things. And then we kind of have this moment often that is a disappointment to our soul, a disappointment to our heart, but we caused it. God didn't. It's kind of like we spiritually load up a shopping cart with all the things that we want to see happen through our lives, the dreams we want, the ideas we want, the ministry we want, the thing that we seek or see that we say, I would love that in my life. We kind of shove it all in our cart spiritually and we are happily going towards the checkout point, but we don't really understand that actually at the register, because God's a good God, he's going to make sure you can afford what you put in your cart. And there are some times when the spirit of God will make us take things back, put it back on the shelf because we don't have in our bank account what it's going to take to actually do what we've just said we want to do. God does not want us saying yes to things that we actually have no willingness or actually nothing in our bank account to pay for those same things. Let me put it to you this way from scripture. In Luke 14, it gives this picture, which I think is the picture I'm trying to paint for you today in order for you to understand, maybe we've got to think a little more about what we're choosing to put in the cart of our lives because eventually we have to choose to say yes to pay for those things. Luke 14, 28 puts it this way. Is there anyone here who is planning to build a new house? Don't you first sit down and figure the cost so you will know if you can complete it. If you only get the foundation laid and then run out of money, you're going to look pretty foolish. Everyone passing by will poke fun at you. They're starting something they couldn't finish. Or can you imagine a king going into battle against another king? Without first deciding whether it is possible with his 10,000 troops to face the 20,000 troops of the other. And if he decides he can't, won't he send someone out to work out a truce? What's the Bible saying? It's saying it's not rocket science, but sometimes we need help to see this that you don't sit down and begin something that you don't have enough in the bank account to pay for. You don't start a new building without first figuring out, can I afford this new building? You know, we just did an extension in the natural in our home here and before we ever employed a builder or said yes to the architect or began any of the steel restructuring of the back of our house we Steve and I had to sit down and decide what we were willing and what we could afford to pay. We couldn't call the builder to begin the work knowing that we didn't have the money in the bank to pay him. That would be wrong. That would be an immoral way to treat someone. But in our lives, how often do we actually promise things that we actually have no willingness to pay for when it actually comes to the bill part? How many times do we say yes to things, but maybe we don't have the discipline in the cart of our life willing to be applied to actually the bill that that will incur. And I think in this season, it's a good season for us to go to the cart of our lives and actually look at what we're asking for and then go to the bank account of our lives and actually look at, do these two things match up? I'm asking God for this dream, but actually do I have in the bank account of my life this amount of discipline? I'm asking God for this miracle, but do I have in the bank account of my life this amount of diligence? I'm asking God for this amount of blessing, but do I have in my life and in my bank account this amount of giving and actually sacrifice? Because one takes care of the other. And one without the other leads to actually irresponsibility and incompleted buildings. And we don't need any more incompleted buildings. We need when we say yes to have thought through not just the yes of the dream, but the yes of the payment that is required and is attached. You know, I want to raise my kids to have an awareness of what it costs in our home to do certain things. And I think God wants his kids spiritually to have an awareness of the cost. Not that we would be frightened of it, but that we would actually be mindful of it. Do you remember the story in the Bible when uh, the disciple's mum came and asked Jesus to give her boys the special seats? I mean, first of all, how embarrassing is it that in the Bible it's recorded that they said their mother to speak to Jesus about giving them the best seats. I mean, let's just think about those disciples for a moment. But the second thing that we need to know here is that the mother actually went and asked. She should have actually said, boys, I don't think this is a good idea." I don't think you can afford these seats. I don't think I should be asking for these seats. But instead she went, how often can we actually even go and ask on behalf of other people for things that actually we should first of all say, can you afford this? When the payment of this arrives in your life, do you have enough patience for it? Do you have enough forgiveness for it? Do you have enough grace for it? Let's not be those that go even and ask on behalf of others for things we've not first checked, can they afford this? And so in uh, Matthew 20, the story pans out and she goes in Matthew 20, 20 and she asks Jesus for this favor. She asks for her sons to be given these special seats. And you know, Jesus comes back to her straight away and he says, I'm not gonna give you what you ask for because you have no idea the payment that those seats have attached to them. And there's no way that your sons can afford the cost of actually what those seats actually will incur. And in that moment, Jesus is teaching her a lesson. Don't ask for something that you can actually pay for. Instead, I want you, when you put those requests before me, to also have put before me your willingness to pay for the same request. Listen, Jesus has paid it all. He's paid for our freedom. He's paid for our breakthroughs. He's prayed for our He's prayed for the forgiveness. He's paid for the forgiveness of our sins. He's paid for it all. But we also in turn have to now do our part. Ha! We have to like our kids being raised. We're like, kids, I've paid for this, but now this is your part. We have to do our part. So when he forgives us, we have to be willing to have the payment of forgiving others. When he loves us, we have to make the payment of loving others. What he's laid down for us, we have to be willing to lay some other stuff down in order to possess those things that God has said we can go ahead and possess. You know, the Bible teaches us in our relational world, there's a payment. You know, if you want a great scripture for marriage, I mean, it says that our husbands have to lay their lives down like Christ laid his life down for the church. That's a huge payment. And it tells us in that scripture that there's a cost involved in these relationships. Sometimes Steve and I will sit with young, doughy-eyed, in-love couples and and we want to help them get off to the best start as they plan to get married. But sometimes the best thing we can say to them is, hey, you need to know that there's a cost attached to the decision you're making. You don't get to pack your bag and go home at the first sign of difficulty. Maybe right now you're a newlywed married couple and you're finding that out because you can't go anywhere <laughs> you can't run home to mum or to dad. You are literally locked down as a newly married couple. And you know what? I'm glad you're watching this because welcome to the reality. Your vow was actually not just the vow to the to the wonderful day of marriage, not just a vow to the honeymoon period. It was a vow for better or for worse, in richer or in poorer, in sickness or in health. That's a vow that you make. And when you get to the checkout and you make that vow of marriage, you got to make sure you're going to be willing to choose to pay when all of those situations come and ask for a payment from you. Hey, when we prayed for our kids, we asked God to bless us with our kids and he did. But when we prayed that prayer, we prayed that prayer knowing there are days when the payment of that bill is going to look like patience and grace and not losing our temper and going to God for more more grace and more patience. And so the payment that we actually need to be able to pay has to take into account the good and the bad and the ugly. Listen, when you serve God, there's a payment that you understand with your enthusiasm and your zeal. But the Bible tells us, hey, don't just have zeal without knowledge. You need to add to your zeal knowledge because knowledge will help you know how to stay zealous when things are looking like you want them to and zealous when they are not looking like you want them to. That's when you have to choose to pay. And so today I want to encourage us to, to check the car of our lives, check the car of our asking, and ask ourselves Am I actually willing to pay what it is that I am asking God to provide for me in the future? Let's be those who are willing, that count the cost and we are willing to pay. Jesus all the time reminded the disciples, hey, there's a cost to this lifestyle. There's a cost to be my disciple. And he all the time asked them, are you willing to pay? Are you willing to leave what it is that you've always known? Are you willing to step out and be persecuted? Are you willing to actually have days when you don't know where your food's going to come from? Are you willing to have days where you don't even know where you're going to lay your head at night? He didn't hide the cost. Why? Because he wanted them to be mature in their yes and mature in their response. He wanted them to be able to choose actually knowing there's a payment attached. So I want us to be good stewards in this season of everything we have. And maybe in this season, you're having to realize there's a shortness in the account. There's this you asked for but there's only this much in the bank account of grace or love or mercy or patience and now's a good time for you to begin to stop focusing on this and start focusing on this and grow the account in your heart grow the supply that you have in store grow those areas that you know there will be a demand made of so today let's choose To pay. I hope this has blessed you, and I hope it's gonna make you go away maybe and make some different decisions than maybe you have. Maybe you need to stop asking as much and start paying up a little bit more for what you already have asked for. Maybe in that marriage situation today, this is a saving grace. Maybe in that parenting, maybe in that area of your world where you're complaining right now, maybe you're going to realize I asked for this. So now it's time to pay for this. And actually, you're going to find a great sense of enjoyment in the payment and actually a great sense of freedom in it too. So today, let's all choose to pay. Love you guys. Have a great rest of the day.